Hello, divine, beautiful soul, Nicole P. Here, your spiritual barista, bringing you insights and inspiration for magical, mystical living. On this episode of Cafecito and Tarot, we're going to be talking about the Three of Swords, Saturn in Libra. So grab your cafecito or tecito, get comfy, and let's get into the episode. Divine, beautiful soul, what an honor it is to have you here in this space. I am truly, truly humbled by your presence and uh, being here on this episode of Cafecito and Tarot. I hope that whatever you are flowing through, moving through in your life, that you uh, receive so many feelings and blessings of peace, ease, compassion, and grace. And please remember to take good care of your spirit in these times because we sure have Mercury retrograde in full effect. The shadow period was already kicking us in the, the behinds a little bit and it keeps on going. So many glitches, so many different shifts and plans. I've seen posts from so many people talking about it. And uh, I had a friend who actually checked this out. Goes to a day she actually gets on tides, gets all dolled up, goes outside, has a flat tire, then gets locked out of her house. Then later that day has like some kind of funk go on with their water heater, like things like that. And in fact, I had a little something, something with Mercury retrograde just a few minutes ago. I was in the flow. I was recording. I was halfway through this episode. And as I was talking, I thought to myself, let me glance to see how many minutes in I am so I can, you know, stay within a certain time limit. And I had not even pressed record or I or pressed record and it didn't record. I don't know. I don't know what happened. So I had to take a deep breath because definitely those things are very frustrating. And, uh, you know, it's like we're being tested, right? When things like that happen, we're being tested and being really reminded that some things like are really beyond our control. Some things are beyond our control. They're annoying. And like, how do we just get frustrated, but not allow that frustration to have such a strong impact on us that we throw our hands in the air and just say, forget about it, right? So um, all these, yeah, this energy and these uh, five other planets retrograde, Chiron, our wounded healer, asteroids and retrograde and, and Aries. And, uh, you know, we're coming in, we're in this month of October and the veil starts to become really, really thin during this time. And uh, as leaves and things are decomposing and we're coming close to, to wrapping up a calendar year. And, uh, you know, there's just a lot and there's a lot of things and a lot of stuff. It's just a lot going on um, cosmically and in the human form, right? In our communities and on a global level. So a uh, reminder to take very good care of yourself. Now for today, we're going to be talking about the three of swords. And this card is actually one of the cards that we are dancing with in this section, this time period of Libra season. And the three of swords, um, you know, at first glance, when we look at this card and I'm referring specifically to the Pamela Coleman Smith image from the Smith Rider Waite deck. 
you know, when we see the, the card, it's a heart against a gray background. So, and it seems that it's rain or something in the, in behind, but it's gray and the clouds are gray. The heart is red and we have three swords piercing the heart and the the middle sword is right straight in the middle of the heart. There's a sword to the right and a sword to the left. And of course, upon looking at this card, right, it's an indication of sorrow, of heartbreak, of pain, of constraint, of really deep, deep, hard times in the heart, sadness, yes, the card um, is connected. The planetary connection is Saturn in Libra. So Saturn has the connection and rulership in, the, in Capricorn. And Saturn, you know, is such an interesting planetary energy. I have had a mad love affair with Saturn since I was a child. I think Saturn gets a bad rap. And most definitely, there's some really constraining energies. But I think with any planet, uh, with any anything really in life, there's, there's spectrums, right? There's spectrums. And there's in this, this spectrum of energy, there's some energy at different points in the spectrum that can feel more constraining and restrictive. And on the other end, uh, the spectrum it can feel and be very life-giving and we can feel and see the the really tense parts of that energy of Saturn especially when we're looking at that energy in the larger societal and historical concepts because the Saturn energy of systems and structures and we can see how that energy has become very, has not become, right? Has, has been oppressive and, and, and uh, confining. And I also want to say that it's not to blame the planet because ultimately who upholds systems that are constraining and oppressive are human beings, right? <laughs> we are not blaming planets for anything. We're going to see the energies and see how energies play out, but come on, nobody's going to get a pass, right? No, 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 no. When we see Saturn in our own personal lives, we can see how we can get really like caught up and rigid. We could see how we can become a little anal, a little like so constricted to time, so stuck to time, and time has to be like this or like that. And on the other end, Saturn can be a beautiful ally and support us in creating structures, systems, and rituals that, in fact, free us, that allow us to create, that allow us to flow, that allow us to open to abundance. When we set up boundaries, I should say, especially when we have the um, agency to establish boundaries in various aspects of our life, it's empowering. We care for our money, we care for our time, we care for our resources, which ultimately frees us up in so many ways. 
And when we're able to do that, we have great impact on our communities as well. So with the three of swords, Saturn and Libra, what could this possibly mean? This energy of this planet hanging out in the sign of the goddess of justice and the empress. There is beauty and expansion and an equilibrium and a really um, dedication to relationships. And then there's this energy. What does Saturn offer us? in this sign how do these energies dance together to um, provide us this alchemy this elixir that nourishes us and assists us in our growth in our healing when we have the three of swords we see that and we feel it and its relationship to sorrow, to traumatic events that cause such heartbreak. And we can understand our sorrow and our grief when we have really, really hard losses in our lives. And at this point, we're all in a state of grief in some way, shape, or form. And a multitude of levels. Grief for all those who have lost their lives in this pandemic. All those that may be in body but have lost so much. And just for an overall, not the word just, and for, let me repeat that, and for an overall sorrow and grief of humanity overall grief and sorrow for humanity and that makes sense to us right that makes sense let me read the oh before i do this so that makes sense i jumped ahead i apologize that makes sense and i'm i'm not moving into my next point to minimize the sorrow and grief of loss of death of destruction of um Ways of being that no longer exist. Tragic. And those are the experiences of humanity, of being human. And um, what often with the Three of Swords comes up is sometimes we may be going along our path We've made choices, we've set up boundaries, we've taken steps towards our liberation, towards our dreams, our imagination, our paths. And we know we've done the right thing, so to speak. We've taken the steps in honor of our dreams and Yet, at times, the Three of Swords may appear. The Three of Swords may appear, and you may say, how could this happen? How can, out of nowhere, all of a sudden I feel a sorrow and I feel a grief for what once was, 
even though I know I'm in such a better place. I know that all the actions that I have, to- I have taken and I am taken, taking, excuse me, are right for me, are right for my community, are right for my family and the bigger vision of what I have and how I want to show up in this world. And yet out of nowhere, I'm sad. I'm sad for the past. And often we don't talk about that with the three of swords. We don't talk about that sort of grief and that sort of sorrow because One might say, wait a minute, that doesn't make sense. I have everything I need. I'm on this path. Life seems absolutely golden. Why do I have sorrow for past relationships? Why do I have sorrow or miss my old job, which was so toxic, but yet I miss my coworkers. I'm so happy right now, but yet I feel some sorrow. It doesn't make sense. That happens so often. and, And what we... Forget that healing and sorrow and grief and all these emotions exist even when we are in our prime, when we are shining bright, we can still move into spaces and have moments where that grief and those sorrow, that sorrow come up. And it's completely normal. And we may not understand it. And it's not for us to understand It's rather for us to open and be present with. Let me read something to you from the Tarot of the Spirit from Pamela Eakins. And it goes like this. At the three, you have attempted to unravel paradoxes in your life. Your passion to create has sparked. This is because in symbolic terms, your basic grounding internal elements of fire the active force, and water, the stable form, have united and become balance. This balance has given birth to wind, which represents pure and original thought. The wind carries a message of liberation. To liberate your creativity, you must throw off the veil of social conditioning. It is time to experience your unique creative prowess, that which has been repressed by the process of your socialization. At the point of three, you may have feelings of frustration, but frustration is a normal part of the creative process. Bouts of anxiety may intermingle with bouts of harmonious joy. Many emotions arise as you grieve for the loss of, quote unquote, a parental guidance and protection. You are now on your own. If you succeed, you succeed on the basis of your own merit. If you fail, you have no one but self to blame. Whatever the outcome, your newfound ability to play with a new set of data is pleasing. You are sorting out, discarding, and assimilating at will. Through this interplay, you begin to see your new context juxtaposed upon the context of your earlier life. Now, mind you, there are a couple of things in there. Like, is there really failure? I think uh, the author uses the context of being a like child and not having parental guidance just as a framework, right, for the point. And there's that point of that, how can you have joy and feel this sorrow? And it's part of that process. It's all part of that 
process. There may be frustration and there may be joy. There may be sorrow or there may be like ecstatic, ecstatic pleasure. And with the, th- so when the three of swords appears and this rings true to you where you're saying, wait a minute, why do I miss my ex? Why do I miss my ex? I miss my ex. I don't miss the relationship, but I miss my ex. And I'm so happy because I know if I would have been with my ex or in my ex job, I wouldn't have what I have right now. So why the hell am I missing all of that? And it's because there's emotions. There's feelings attached to it. There's memories. And there were good things that come up. And so the best thing that we can do in those times is to honor Honor what we feel, not try to figure it out, but taking deep breaths and saying, thank you. Thank you for these feelings to arise because they're validating my humanness. They're validating my ability to feel. And I invite you as well, if you're getting caught up in like, oh, reminiscing so much of that past, but yet you're on this trajectory of like greatness, bust out your journal And you take note of all the beauty that has come your way by establishing these boundaries, saying yes to yourself. And you mark that down and you look at that. And that's not to deny your pain, but it's rather to say, look at all that I have gained from taking these steps. And then you can write on the other side, what about the longing or the sorrow? What is it? When we name it and we write that down, we allow it to actually move through us a little bit quicker because we're not denying it. We're actually naming it. And if you can't name it, that's okay too. You don't, don't force it. Don't force it. Because what happens is if we can jot down, okay, this is what I miss. This is what I'm feeling. I have on one side of my paper all the glorious things that have come up and will be coming up. And I also miss this. And I know that I can't have all this gloriness if I would have still been in the past or even go back to the past. But in order to honor and to continue and to be moving through this phase of the healing, naming what it is that you miss, what it is that you long for. And you name those emotions and say, I make peace with you. I honor you and I make peace with you. Because when we start to do that, we can say, okay, it may not make sense. But, you know, regardless, I feel it. And as I breathe in and release what was once so contracted now feels expansive. And as I expand, these swords come out. I'm able to pull them out. And I realize that missing sorrow sadness and grief of something that no longer fits in my life is part of the process because there was good there was good there were things that i miss and i'm going to thank those things that i miss for coming into my life and allowing me as a spiritual being in this body to have that experience I now, though, release you. I thank you and I release you. I thank you and I release you. That Saturn energy in Libra, when we're going through something as such, 
we can get caught up in not understanding that so much. Not understanding this doesn't fit into this timeline. This doesn't make sense because I'm doing good. Why am I sad? It doesn't make sense. And then if we stay in that, right, that sort of energy on the spectrum can get us caught up and being really like anal and really stubborn and being very linear, when life isn't linear, emotions aren't linear, the cosmos isn't linear, healing isn't linear. Saturn and Libra and the Three of Swords gives us with an opportunity to create ritual around our healing and our emotions. Saturn and Libra and the Three of Swords allows us to redefine structures, to redefine limitations from the past. This is the energy of breaking free from that of the past, breaking free of restrictions, of limitations of our past. As the author says, many emotions arise as you grieve for the loss. In this example, she says parental guidance and protection, but it could be grief for the loss of a partner, grief for the loss of a job, grief for the loss of life how you once had it or knew it pre-pandemic, whatever it may be. And you could mourn that loss and still be like, you know, I've actually adapted quite well and I'm enjoying these pieces. All of it can exist. And when we start to really realize that multiple experiences and emotion can coexist we resist less and we can say ah huh I may not get it but I feel it and I'm going to be with it I'm going to work through it and I'm going to move through it and it's all lessons and blessings it's all lessons and blessings it's about understanding it's about understanding that all exist, even in the greatest potential for expansion, even in the height of heights of what you may be going through. Your heart may be heavy, even when you're happy. And there's dual edges to our experiences. The blade desecrates and in turn prepares the ground for planting. In the sword's desecration lies the sorrow of life. The author writes here, when we're talking about desecration, knowing is like desecration. It calls for destroying the antiquated. One must abandon old views which were useful and comfortable and possibly even sacred. In knowing, one is, in a sense, cast out of the Garden of Eden. That's, of course, her biblical reference, but you can say cast out of whatever circles or whatever it may be. Growth seems painful. More knowledge sometimes can bring more pain. You may feel the pain of frustration. And if you feel the pain of frustration, work through it. It's an indication, once again, as I said, that you had a loving, beautiful, wonderful experience because you missed some pieces of that. And sometimes, too, our longing 
and are missing when we're on our path and we've made choices, right? This is all what I'm speaking to is in that context of being this path and choosing yourself and going forward. Um, sometimes right before this breakthrough, right before this upping, this uh, leveling up, it's scary and we may not even know we're scared. And so as a way to protect us and feel safe, we instantly long for the past because it's safe and there's a big stuff about to be happening and it's scary. So ride it out and just know that it's normal. It's normal. Most people that I've talked to right before something really, really big is happening as they're saying yes to themselves. There's this strong reminiscing and sorrow of the past. And it's sometimes a way that our mind wants to protect ourselves. So consider that as, wow, I didn't have that in my notes to talk about, but it just came to me. That's another really big medicine and uh, offering from the Three of Swords. That it may mean that you are about to level up, baby. And of course, when we level up, it's unknown and it's scary because we're vulnerable and we're putting ourselves out there and we're taking risks. We're taking risks. We're leaping on faith, the faith of our dreams, the faith of our imagination, the faith of our divine intelligence. That takes courage. So know that. That takes courage. Now, as we're coming to an end of this episode, I want to close out with an Oracle card from the Earthcraft Oracle, one of my favorite Oracle decks. And I'm going to close out. And I think last episode I did this too. And I think I'm going to continue to do this each episode. So that was a lot. That was a lot to take in. So just feel it. You don't have to understand it. You don't have to know it. Just, you know, or I should say just, I'm really trying to limit that word from my vocabulary. Um, feel into it. Open to it. And you leave what flows. You take what works and you leave. You take, how did I say this? Um, open to what flows and leave what doesn't. Cool. I'm going to go into this oracle deck. I'm going to go into this oracle card, I should say. Excuse me. I'm going to go into this oracle card. And I'm going to close us out with reading this card. And it was a card I pulled. And uh, I think it's absolutely an amazing card that really is so connected to the three of swords energy what we were what i was just reflecting upon okay so take a deep breath in through your nose and release once again in through your nose and release once again in breathe in and release let's see what this oracle card is for us the card I pulled is Inner Healer. The authors write, You have received an invitation to follow the path of the inner healer and to choose to do the inner work required to turn your pain into medicine. Like a tree that sheds its dying leaves in winter, you must let some parts of you die and fall away so you can not only live but thrive. This card signals that you have a choice to make. 
Will you take this chance to become a powerful healer or will you allow past traumas, limiting beliefs, false ideas, the self-image, and toxic relationships to push your beautiful light further into darkness? Do not be afraid to confront your pain. You are held by Mother Earth. Each dying leaf released is another rite of passage, leading you closer to your true self and making space for fresh growth in the spring. With time, the light of your inner healing will shine, illuminating your gifts of wisdom and growth and awakening the inner healers of those around you. Beautiful, divine being, I wish you a marvelous week of healing, of growing, of dancing, of being, of caring. And remember, this work and this path is not only for you. It is for our communities, our collective, our generations to come and in honor of our ancestors and all that they have done to bring us forth here and all that they have endured. So may the inner healer in you be in peace, ease and flow in this week. I send you so much love. Until next week. Bye.